Welcome to episode 67 of the PharmExec podcast. I'm Elaine Quilici, Senior Editor of PharmExec Magazine and your podcast host. PharmExec Magazine is a multimedia publishing brand that brings you the latest commercial insights for the C-suite. On this week's episode, I have the pleasure of speaking with Sanjeev Luther, President and CEO of Raphael Pharmaceuticals. Sanjeev talks about some strategies that have helped Raphael through challenging times and how the company is using cancer metabolism, a 100-year-old method, to combat hard-to-treat cancers. Let's take a quick break from our sponsor, and we'll be right back with Sanjeev. What if you had limitless access to customer insights, accelerated timelines, and set fees? At TrueSterum Network, we're fueled by connections in virtually every area of healthcare as part of MJH Life Sciences. The result? Audience-fed creative and more powerful content in less time. TrueSterum Network, releasing what's real. Find out more at TrueSterumNTWK.com. Hello, podcasters. I'll be interviewing Sanjeev Luther, president and CEO of Raphael Pharmaceuticals. Sanjeev is here to discuss how he managed to turn around a company on the brink of bankruptcy and advance clinical trials for its lead cancer drug through COVID-19. Thanks for joining us today, Sanjeev. Thank you, Willie. So how did you become involved with Raphael Pharmaceuticals and cancer metabolism? I always love uh, when I'm asked this question. It brings me back to where I, how my career has evolved over time you know, working in pharmaceutical industry for the last 30 plus years. And also, you know, if I look at my background, I was also on the consumer side and on the banking side, investment banking side too. That sort of, you know, one day brought me to uh, Raphael Pharmaceuticals and it was really the drug CPI 613, which sort of intrigued me to that, you know, could it be a drug which could really solve the problem we have in cancer? And the rest is history. So could you describe a little bit how cancer metabolism works? Sure. I think for, from a simple point of view, uh, just by the name cancer metabolism, right? So what happens actually in cancer? The cancer cell, which we call the sick cell, uh, has a much higher metabolic rate, right? That's why, you, you know, when you see people who have cancer, uh, they lose a lot of weight at times. Why does that happen? Because the, the, the cancer cell is multiplying at 10 to 20, sometimes 30 times faster. Whereas a healthy cell actually doesn't because healthy cell is normal metabolic rate. So how cancer metabolism really works is that it's, it's very targeted. It's very specific to healthy cells versus sick cells, if you want to call and use that terminology. And it's able to identify that sick cell and goes and targets it. Now, cancer metabolism is a much broader term, actually. So what happens in our case is that our drug, CPI-613 or Divimastat, works in the TCA cycle. And the drug has two components, or what you call them, two targets. The one target is called PDH, and the other target is called KGDH, which then work in the TCA cycle. And in the TCA cycle, you have the mitochondria, and the cancer drug, in this case, CPI-613, targets that sick cell which has a much higher metabolic rate. So that's simply how cancer metabolism really works here. I know Raphael was near bankrupt when you joined the company. So how did you face that challenge and start to turn things around? So Elaine, to be candid, I originally thought it was a big joke, actually, when that someone would would say, or gotcha, but that never actually happened. I cannot take the full credit for turning things around with uh, Raphael. 
what had happened was uh, somebody told me, you know, um, we have the money. I joined the company and that's why I said it was almost like somebody said, gotcha, kind of a thing, right? I have to give credit to one other person, Howard Jonas, who is the chairman of the company. His personal investment, which with the perseverance of a lot of us, we saved Raphael, and, uh, which was then known as Cornerstone actually back then. So when I finally uh, grasped what was meant to be, will be, we started moving full, full steam ahead. And it's not just me, as I pointed out. Last but most certainly not least, the dedication of all my colleagues. You know, we started out, I remember when I first joined, we were like four people. Now we are close to 50 people. And so it's not one person driving this whole thing, you know. And it's the passion of these people. Every employee which comes to this company has a story to tell. A family member, a colleague who has suffered or is suffering through cancer. What has it been like going through clinical trials during COVID-19? You know, I would say, you know, once again, we have been very fortunate to work closely with the FDA and uh, our CROs. Uh, you know, there, there are two very large trials the company is doing, and they are being driven by two very large CROs, Covance and IQVIA, and the people in the company. There was a time when, you know, we were told we should just uh, halt our trials. And my view on that was cancer doesn't wait for COVID. Cancer still goes on. So it was a lot of perseverance, a lot of hard work. Patient safety was number one. And so net-net, actually, we just finished our uh, largest pancreatic clinical trial, phase three, 17 months ahead of schedule. So were we impacted? Sure. Did we have to work hard? Sure. But ultimately, we delivered ahead of schedule, actually. Based on your experience of working through adversity, do you have any advice for other companies struggling through COVID-19 right now? There's no one answer which fits. You know, so my one, I always say, is persistence. When you get a no, that does not have to be the end of the conversation. I, you know, I, during this process, I received plenty of thank you, but also no thank yous, you know. But I continue to be passionate and, um, passionate and patient, which was my recipe for success. It's really a patient-centric company. You know, it's all about patients. Any patient, any time of the day, or any caregiver, or any PI can call me on my cell phone. My wife never likes that because sometimes these calls come in the middle of the night, depending on where these uh, patients are from which country. I tell my colleagues uh, to remember that to save a life is to save a universe. We place the value on one life at a time. And that's why that patient or a caregiver is very important to me. That is what we continue and will always continue to work for every day. Remember your mission, stay committed and remain patient. So you mentioned passion a couple of times already. Could you talk a little bit about the importance of passion and, and collaboration within Raphael and maybe how you build that culture? One in three people will be diagnosed with cancer in, in their lifetime, right? The conversation currently is all about the COVID-19 pandemic. But the fact remains that cancer is drastically increasing in numbers. In fact, pancreatic cancer, where we are focused, is going to become the second largest mortality from cancer because none of the new drugs have come out in the last 15 years. So the passion, the, the company actually has a, um, what you call a motto, it's called PHP. And people always said, well, why don't you have the first P as performance? And I said, no, if the first P is passion, which then leads to hope, you'll automatically have performance. If, if people in the company are passionate about that patient to provide that hope to that patient, automatically you're, you're delivering on your promise. And can you provide any, any advice on collaborating? When you say in collaborating in terms of externally or internally? Both. So let me, let me talk internally uh, first. You know, at the end of the day, there is never a person who can take the credit of doing a thing. 
it always has to be a team. You know, I always say what does team stands for? Together, each accomplishes more. So my collaboration is here. Listen to others' point of view. You may still make the decision to do what you want to do, but you got to take everybody's point of view because it impacts people very differently where they are in their position in the company. Externally, I think it's equally important that I always say that people think of competitors as enemies, actually. I think it very differently. I think of competitors as your partners because you're all working towards the same thing, solving that problem of cancer, right? So my collaboration outside is actually, personally, I reach out to every competitor. I want every single competitor of ours to be successful because if they are successful, we'll be successful too. So my point is don't look, look at outside as a enemy, but look at them as a partner with the same mission as you have. Well, thanks so much for joining me today, Sanjeev. It's really been a pleasure learning about what it takes to persevere through some tough times. Thank you. What if you had limitless access to customer insights, accelerated timelines, and set fees? At True Serum Network, we're fueled by connections in virtually every area of healthcare as part of MJH Life Sciences. The result? Audience-fed creative and more powerful content in less time. True Serum Network, releasing what's real. Find out more at trueserumntwk.com. And now it's time for this week's leadership tips from pharma execs. My name is Sanjeev Luther. I'm the president and CEO of Raphael Pharmaceuticals. And in terms of leadership tip, I would say you'll be very unhappy if you always just looked up, sometimes look down also, and you will feel so much more satisfied that how much better you are doing versus others. And that was told to me by my father, actually, many, many years ago. Don't look up all the time. Look down also. It'll make you a little bit more humble. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed this week's Farm Exec podcast. We are always pleased to take you behind the headlines, provide expert tips from industry leaders, and give you an inside look at what the Farm Exec staff is working on. Remember, you can always find us on the web at farmexec.com, on Twitter at farmexec, on Instagram at farmexecutive, and on YouTube. The views expressed on this podcast do not reflect the views of Farmexec, its parent company, or our advertisers. For editorial questions, please email editorial director Lisa Henderson at lhenderson at mjhlifesciences.com. And for sponsorship opportunities, please email group publisher Todd Baker at tbaker at mjhlifesciences.com. 